TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Score North AL Central Division Champions. Bombas. Twin Show. And I'll tell you this much. There are Major League Baseball sources indicating to me that as much as the steam is out there that Ryu prefers to be on the West Coast, that Bumgarner really doesn't have a whole lot of interest in coming here to Minnesota. Hmm. That there is a preference, A, to remain in the National League, and B, to be somewhere south. That doesn't mean that money can't talk if the Twins want to blow Bumgarner away with an offer, but I'm not also sure just based on a little bit of intel, that the Twins, I mean, they set price points on all these guys. Do I firmly believe that the Twins view Madison Bumgarner as a 20 to $23 million a year type pitcher? I don't. So do I believe the Twins are willing to offer Bumgarner five years over $100 million? I would be surprised. That was Darren Doogie Wilson yesterday on Mackie and Judd with Rami. That show is weekdays 4 to 6 here on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. This is the Score North AL Central Champions Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Winter meetings edition, Rami Makloff, Derek Wetmore, and Judd Zolgad along for the ride for this uh, particular episode. Judd, always a pleasure to talk Twins with you, sir. Hello, boys. Welcome How's it going to today? The- well, it's going well, and especially for Garrett Cole. Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. <laughs> And uh, he was talking about Madison Bumgarner there and another domino fell that you would think makes it one step closer to Madison Bumgarner landing wherever he's going to land. I had to uh, I didn't see the news last night. I was, uh, you know, doing Christmas movies and whatnot. Um, I wake up this morning and I see the Garrett Cole contract scroll across the bottom of ESPN and I literally had to do like the the rub your eyes thing and make sure like shake your head and make sure that you saw it right <laughs> yeah. when something catches you off guard when you first wake up in the morning 9 years 324 million dollars for Garrett Cole to go and uh throw baseballs for the New York Yankees where wow. do we start? I, mean, I um I have a simple question actually okay. off of that okay. yeah and I I think this is a very Given that contract, I think it's a very fair question. How many World Series appearances and World Championships do you need to justify this? Because he's it's a nine-year contract, but he's going to last, let's say, six years. So I'm not even saying that it's going to be nine years of production. But just looking at the terms of this contract, what do you need as far as World Series appearances and championships? That's a great question. Is it two? I if you win two rings, you say, yeah, all right. I was going to say two. Here. I my, said three. My gut instinct three. is two. Three in the next six. I said three. I said three world championships and four appearances. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think this is the next Yankees dynasty? Mm, I don't know that dynasties are a thing anymore in Major League Baseball. I really t- don't. Off, off keep, the top of my head, I would say probably not. Because we keep thinking, we keep saying, like, this team is the next dynasty. The Royals were going to be the next dynasty. The Cubs were going to be the next dynasty. The Red Sox were going to be the next dynasty. The Astros were going to be the next dynasty. And nobody has multiple World Series championships in the last, what, 13, 14 years other than the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, the Giants are going to be the next dynasty. That's, they, that one came true. And that and they didn't even do it back-to-back. Back. No. None of theirs came back-to-back. Back. No, but I mean, three and... Three and five seasons. I, everybody's act, everybody's acting like the season, like the season is over for the twenty nine other teams because the Yankees went and got Garrett Cole. I, I, don't, gotta, I, don't, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way at all. Yeah, like it's a it's a big signing. He's a very good pitcher. He makes their starting rotation one fifth better. Awesome. I'm, it does it doesn't it doesn't put a World Series trophy in the case for him. Those flags aren't flying yet. 
And there's no guarantee that they will fly, despite nine years and $324 million. I will say this. I think that that contract calls for you, if you are a Yankees fan or executive, to be a dynasty. I don't think it gets you there. The other interesting wrinkle to this thing, guys, is Brian Cashman, in my lifetime, has been one of, maybe even quietly, because he gets a lot of heat, but quietly one of the best executives in baseball. And this is his... All my chips are in the middle. So I'm really fascinated to see how that plays out because they've got a good team. They scored more runs than anybody in baseball last year. And now they've got a starting staff. They might not be done this winter, but right now they have a starting staff. Garrett Cole, Luis Severino, James Paxton, Masahiro Tanaka, and whatever you want to do after that. I don't know what the, you know, Domingo Herman, like if he comes that. back, who cares? Yeah, whatever happens. It doesn't You're matter. Right. Like This team could win 100 games in a World Series and nobody would blink. Nobody'd blink. Um, but to your point, I mean, it doesn't guarantee anything. Nothing. It is. It's a record contract, so that's fascinating. That's probably why you were rubbing your eyes this morning. Thirty-six million a year for a pitcher is oh. the top I, of the market. I, I honestly didn't even try to do the math. Yeah. The average annual salary. I was like, damn, that's a bleep load of money. That's a lot of money. Went on, went on about my day. Seventy-nine million more than Steven Strasburg got. Uh, was it yesterday or two days ago? Which was at the time a record. How Strasburg sets a new so record. He's like, let nope. me ask you guys this though. Knowing what we know now about pitching, and and how fragile pitching is, this type of contract investment, how comfortable can you feel? How comfortable can you feel making an investment? And and I'm all for spending. Not trying to say you shouldn't spend, but you know, you, you know, going in. It, the second he signs on the, the dotted line, Garrett Cole does, you know you're not getting nine years, and I think you're fine with that. It's just the term. But but as far as injuries, as far as arm problems, as far as wear and tear goes, yeah, boy, this makes, you, yeah. this makes you sort of shaky and say, what have you really signed up for? So I talked to somebody earlier this offseason that was talking about the, the mechanics and the health and the durability and all that stuff, and they said... You know, there's the inherent risk, and it's what you and I talk about all the time, Judd, where if I'm trying to make a bet on an arm versus a bat, the safer bet is always the bat because there's just a lower likelihood that you wipe out a season when in June you step off the mound grabbing your elbow. Ow, that hurts. However, if you're going to make a big bet on a just a horse, this person told me that Garrett Cole is one of the cleanest, one of the most likely to stay the durable. Mechanics are good. Just he is. Because Strasburg's he, not. That's right. His mechanics are goofy. And I don't know how you how you judge those things. There's a lot of people who measure. We can actually, we can probably ask our friend Eno Saris about this kind of thing. He's going to join us at 1.30 from The Athletic. When he comes. Uh, 12.30? 12.30. I'm sorry. Brian Kenny at 1.30 on Score North Live. We got your hot stove covered, ladies Real and gentlemen. Real murderers. all over the winter meetings. So they're talking about probably force on tendons and joints, ligaments, whatever like that. I, I don't know this stuff. It's all way over my head, the biomechanics of it. It'd be fascinating to ask Wes Johnson. Say, hey, West, you have five minutes to come on the show and talk about, do you think Garrett Cole will stay healthy for nine years? I don't know, nine years? But this person told me that it's uh, he's as good a bet as any top-shelf starting pitcher to stay healthy. We're talking what, uh, realistically, for Garrett Cole? Probably six years? If you get six Well, I don't know. Look, quality years. Look at his, uh, look at his uh, look. former rotation mate. Justin Verlander is going to pitch into his late 30s here and be Justin Verlander. You know, so I, I don't know how it's going to evolve with Garrett Cole, but that's kind of 
I, I, I'm with you. That's where my mind always went was, okay, you got a 10-year deal. You hope for six, and you write off the rest of it. And that was position players, I, For sure. But I, I kind of think this one could be different, guys. I, I try not to be the, the skeptic in the sense that when one person is caught cheating, everybody is a cheater. Like, there are a lot of people who will do that. But is anybody else wondering, like, the, the only scandal that we know of with the Houston Astros, and I don't know what you can do to help a pitcher, the only cheating we know they did was to help their batters. Is anybody else wondering why Justin Verlander is still an ace into his late 30s and Garrett Cole somehow got better when he went from Pittsburgh to you? Is anybody else wondering if they were doing anything there that they should not uh, have been doing to make those guys the pitchers that they are? What because about you, I Chad? Am. You're grinning. Hold I on. am. Well, wait, wait. Somebody on this show has to play the reckless speculation sounder because we just had a guy go down a path that I didn't see coming when the show started. <laughs> Thank reckless you. No speculation. <laughs> Getting good with this thing, man. I'm liking this uh this new Call me naive. I've always assumed, at least from the pitching end, that some teams just are smarter. Yes. That's where you're I, going, I, I know that's a thing. You're going I, know down that's a, a, I know that's a, a real I love your possibility. Path. That's probably a, a likelihood. I love your path here. Pitching wise, I've never aside from, from guys like Clemens and Pettit who did steroids, I've never really gone down it. I've never even given maybe it that much thought. Maybe they've found a new way to doctor baseballs. I don't know, man. And like I said, the likelihood is probably just that they're better at coaching pitchers but and okay. using all the resources at their disposal to get more out of them. But it's in the back of my okay. mind. I'm not going to lie and say it's not in the back of my mind. Like, why is Justin Verlander pitching Let's like stop this there. at an age where almost nobody ever pitches like this? Stop there for a second, though. You are now taking Garrett Cole out of that environment. So let's just say Houston was smarter. Let's just say flat-out pitching-wise, they're brilliant. Okay, You're taking Garrett Cole out of that environment. You're plopping him into a place where the pressure and that contract are going to be enormous. Yeah. And you can't tell me that that does not affect a human being. That's a good point. It's a rare human being who can say, nine years, 30, what, six per year? 36. 36 per year in New York where I'm covered by 18 newspapers and all these people. And I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling a bit of pressure. Look at here. And then and then to Rami's point, now let's just say that the Astros had the support staff around Garrett Cole and their pitching staff that could prop them up, and that's gone now. And the Yankees in the might- uh in the Jeff Passan article I read this yeah. morning, they they said that they said that it wasn't just money and location for Garrett Cole. He wanted to go somewhere where he could believe in the in the analytics and, and the way that they coached up pitchers and put him in the best position to succeed. And they said that he was very impressed when he sat down with uh, with Brian Cashman and their pitching coach as to the approach that they're going to take with him and their pitching staff. I could be impressed, too, for $324 hey, hold on a million. Dollars. I'm going to take this post-it note and <laughs> shove it towards Derek with, uh, with terms. I'm going to tell you right and now. And I'm going to see how impressed Derek Wetmore is by me right now. If I was uh, being wooed by a potential Derek, employer... Derek, are you impressed by that post-it note? Judd, you're sold. An analytical savant. Zolgat's Never met anybody smart. better. <laughs> if, if Nine years, 324 is the term If I was being re- recruited by a prospective employer oh. and they put $324 million on the table and I said, okay, what's your plan? They're like, we don't got one. I'd be like, cool, let's go. Where let's do I do sign? This. Let's yeah. do this. Score North care. might be out of luck <laughs> in that case. <laughs> I don't know where the Yankees stand on this, guys, because I actually haven't thought of them as like one of the smartest organizations for a couple of years now. But if you just made this commitment, $36 million a year. By the way, there's a there's a player opt-out I read this morning. There is, uh, I think, a no-trade clause. I think I read that reporting last night. So anyways, he got all of the bells and whistles that you could possibly want to go along with this uh, 
hugely rich nine-figure contract, don't you think if you've made that commitment to one specific person, you now commit as well, if you're not there already, to surrounding him with the environment that we're talking about here, right? With the pitching coaches, with making sure your analytics staff is beefed up with people who are speaking right language. Heck, if the Astros get the book thrown at them this winter or into spring or whatever, just go raid them. Just go hire everybody that used to work for Houston and be like, all right, you work for us now. This is Garrett Cole Corp. <laughs> yeah. And you're coming to right. You're coming to the Bronx. Thanks yeah. for your services. Exactly. It was a good run in Houston. You guys had your time. Now trade Carlos Correa and lose all your coaches. Okay. So and I and real quick before we move on from Garrett Cole, I tweeted this this morning. And it is a fact. Garrett Cole is richer than 23 of the 25 Orioles roster players combined. Oh with yeah, the, that adds with up. this contract. Yeah, that adds that up. That is insane. Well, that's because the o- O's are now tanking core. Yeah, they don't want to win baseball. They're games. not even tanking right. There have been a couple of trades where you like you'll take on a, a bad salary to get a prospect who who just bought uh was it the Giants yesterday yep. that made the trade for Cozart. So they're taking Cozart's salary yep. from the Angels. The Angels are trying to clear cap space, you know, presumably for Garrett Cole to make their big bid. I like right? you said cap space, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I know but teams are treating it as such. They are, yes. The clearing room Which is why we're gonna have a strike. That's right. Clearing you just said the keywords. Clearing room on the books. Was that the smoking gun? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the cap, Players Association. The baseball salary cap, which doesn't exist. So they traded Zach Cozart to the Giants, I believe. This is off the top of my head, but I think I have this right. Yep. They traded Zach Cozart, who's a a a baseball player, but maybe he's making more than what he produces. And their first round pick. A very recent first-round draft pick, like a 15th overall pick. They traded those two guys in a package to San Francisco. So San Francisco, what in effect, bought a prospect. If you're tanking, guys, that's how you do it. You take on salary, you get a first-round pick to add to your stable, and if the Orioles aren't willing to do things like that, now we're off track. But the AL East is going to be a nightmare for the next, oh, five years? It's going to be a nightmare for clubs trying to go through that. Good luck to the... Red Sox to the Rays to the Blue Jays, and less so the Orioles. Let's look at uh, what this means now as far as the dominoes falling and what it could mean for the Minnesota Twins. Now that Garrett Cole is signed, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like Madison Bumgarner is the top pitching prize, maybe the top prize period on the free agent market now. Uh, Anthony Rendon is the top prize. Pitching prize, you could argue. Yeah, you're right. But, But Bumgarner, Hyunjin Ryu... Dallas Keuchel. I mean, those guys are out there as sort of that mid-tier. You missed on Cole. You missed on Strasburg. What's the ranking on those three in your mind, Depends what you like. It depends what you like. If you want a guy who's proven durable, it's Mad Bum. If you want a guy who's one of the elites at getting ground balls in recent Major League history, Dallas Keuchel. If you want someone who's so good on the mound when he's healthy and available that he finished second in the NL Cy Young race last year, and you can stomach the fact that he might miss some starts, and you know history shows he likely will. Then Hyunjin Ryu is the best pitcher that of that trio. Now you and you have this quoted in your article at ScoreNorth.com and the ScoreNorth mobile app because it is your one-stop shop for all written content from ScoreNorth.com. John Heyman says Minnesota Twins are thought to be heavy on Bumgarner. They have a couple likely hurdles to clear though: location. And league, so he maybe doesn't <laughs> want to live in Minnesota. Did you guys not love that tweet? And he doesn't other want to play that. in the American League, according <laughs> to John. I'm going to tell you guys right other now. Other than that, Kate Upton into me. 
Only a couple of things. Then 111 St. Louis Park. Where I live in my looks. <laughs> oh, and third is I'm married. That might be an issue, too. <laughs> that was Some great... likely hurdles. I read that tweet last night, and oh, I man. laughed. Me, too. I that's mean... only a few hurdles to clear, though, Judd. You could work on that, man. League. League. You could work <laughs> on all location. three of those things. Okay. Do you see the other hurdle, too? Sorry to no, go ahead. take off your, your steam there. Ken Rosenthal reported that the Dodgers having missed out on Garrett Cole, yes. have turned their attention to Mad Bum. So, uh, money to spend and needing a starting pitcher, and now you might have to go get in a bidding war with the Dodgers. That's going to be tough Mad if you're Bum the Twins. Mad Bum going from the Giants to the Dodgers. Imagine Oh, boy. Well, if you're the Giants, that almost makes the argument more compelling that you should try to keep him. In to- I mean, they probably won't. I'm guessing they won't. Do you think, I wouldn't uh, if I was them. When he gets to that locker room, they give him one of those "Go get it out of the ocean" T-shirts <laughs> that they printed up last year. After Max Muncy took Max him deep Muncy and shot at him while he was him. running the bases, I'm sure that at oh that point time he gosh. could probably buy the whole T-shirt company. So. Oh my god, it gosh. won't be a problem. Oh jeez, you got a problem with it? Go get that ball out. Of the Do you guys ocean. think? I I honestly think I could get him past location. I think I could get him past location. The league thing to me is a sticking point. Probably, I have the answer. I have the solution to that. Okay. No, this, I don't want to hear you. This, Pot this, his mic down. I know ta- what he's going to say. This dawned on me this morning. This is as I was walking my dog. This is when some of my best ideas come to me. Madison Bumgarner loves to bat. He's a good hitter for a pitcher. He loves to bat. That's why he wants to stay in the National League. I know where you're going because I thought the same. I thought what you're going to say. Let him bat. Oh, let him bat. Oh, that's you're going to say. Uh, get rid of the DH. Well, we should do that. No, but screw that's, you, that's, NL guy. The, 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 the twins. <laughs> wow. The twins can't whoa, do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What more? Just. Oh wow! <laughs> That's he hates so baseball. much happening today. That's I didn't see coming the on the show. He hates strategy and chess and baseball. If he sat me uh, down and said, "In my starts, I bat," fine. I'd call. Let him bat. I'd call Nelson Cruz in and be like, "Nelly on board." He'd be like, "Absolutely, Nelly. You get you get a day off every five days. You're about to turn forty, anyways. I think you, that's a horrible. You probably idea. need this. <laughs> Let him bat. You know hey. what this is? A Twitter poll. Score North. Twitter poll. If Madison Bumgarner, if the sticking yeah, point is that, yeah. get it on the poll. Would you let him? Up, would you bat? Would you bat nine guys on the day he pitches, and at the end of the nine is Mad Bomb, no DH? This literally, I was walking my dog this morning going, man, he doesn't want to play in the American League. What do you do about uh, that? I was having this conversation with myself, and then it just occurred to me. It's the most simple of answers. I don't know, man. Let him bat. Just let him bat. Once every five days. Sounds like Bad News Bears. Let, let him bat. <laughs> let him bat. <laughs> so, if you can get over the location hurdle, if if John Habit is right, and it's just and the sticking point is, man, I'd love to come play. I love everything you guys are saying. I'm cool with living in Minnesota. I think I could really help you guys win a World Series, but... I just really like batting. One thing we should note is these are supposedly likely hurdles. Right. This isn't Cole tweeting from his own account saying, like, I'm not living in Minneapolis. Uptown, get out of here with that. This is, it's great. I enjoy it. I love my time in Uptown. (laughs) It's not, I'm not saying it's without. Probably not Madison Bumgarner, though. Yeah, that's not his neighborhood. I'm guessing. Well, maybe not. Probably not. Yeah, no. No. Can't ride a horse in Uptown. It needs a little more acreage than yeah. what you can get yeah. on Hennepin Avenue. But you Avenue. can try. Take him out hunting. Oh, this I is know. not hard. It's 45 minutes an hour. Just all you got to do. Yep. It, it's not that big a town. Yeah, no, that's right. Minneapolis, St. Paul's not that big. But Dude, you can drive half an hour. You're in the middle of nowhere and go shoot a deer. Yes. I read that. <laughs> Knock yourself out, dude. I read that uh, thought yesterday, and I had sort of a different reaction than you guys did. I, I read it, and I thought... Well, that's awfully demanding for somebody who's like reportedly looking for a hundred million dollars. But now you're saying, "Well, I want a hundred million dollars or more, but 
I only want it from these nine or ten National League teams that are trying to win. And, oh, by the way, only three of them have not come out and said, ooh, payroll is going to be tough this year. We might have to we might have to look to scale it back. So you're limiting your market from 30 teams to three because you want to live somewhere and hit every once in a while? I'm not sure that I buy well, into this fully. I think if you put the big money in front of oh, his absolutely. face, he'd say, sounds good. Where in Uptown can I get the nearest apartment? I think the National League thing probably ultimately is not him hitting as much as it is a lot of these guys, and I don't blame them, like the fact that they get to face a pitcher. Yeah. And and you don't have to face That's a real nine thing. guys. You have to face eight guys. The living thing to me also is this. Mad Bum. All right, you pitched your entire career with the Giants. You're really going to be a Dodger? And the other thing is, Minneapolis-St. Paul, for, for this guy, right? He's a country guy, right? Likes to hunt, probably loves the outdoors, would like fishing. So you're telling me that the summertimes here are great that you prefer to be in Los Angeles. The West Coast to me is a cesspool. I like San Francisco. I do like San Francisco, but Los Angeles, California stinks. It's an awful place. The freeways. So you're mad bum and I'm going to sell you on Minneapolis St. Paul, which in the summertime is outstanding or the 405? Really mad bum? You're really going to you really want California, LA? San Francisco's cool. San Diego, laid back, gorgeous, but L.A., cesspool, awful, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> almost as bad as Houston. You don't want that. We need Judd in the negotiating room with yeah, Valley and right. Levine, just telling them why L.A. sucks. Didn't. Oh, it's oh, it's terrible. Wasn't the story that Kobe would take a helicopter yes. to practice so that he could like pick his kids up from school and or whatever, wouldn't have to that, sit in traffic? That mad bum, that guy, is a... Is a L.A. guy? If location in Minnesota is an issue, for Madison Bumgarner, I can't imagine him enjoying living in Los Angeles. I mean, it's not as cold in Los Angeles. I know, but where are you going to... Okay, but... Where is the hunting Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. How much traffic does he have to drive through to get somewhere where he can go and shoot something? He's in Fort Myers from February through basically March. Yeah. Okay. Then you come here, and I will give you April here can be chilly, for sure, and May it can be chilly, but the rest of the summer here... Is off the charts. And then I'm willing to bet that you're going to give him a contract where he doesn't say, man, I'm going to buy a house in Minneapolis and I'm stuck there forever. No, yeah, you can afford a coat with the contract he's going to get. And season ends, you get on the big old bird, the big old airplane, and you fly to your home in the south or something, and you don't come back here until the next April. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you at Twins Fest. This loca- this, no, 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 no. It's in my... Co- in fact, you know what? I will give him a That's contract a that says, we'll Skype you on Twins Fest. <laughs> The location thing, I can work around. Braden tweets the show and says, At Rami is tweeting at Jay Zolgat at Derek Wetmore. I live in Wyoming, about 35 to 40 minutes north of the cities. Plenty of places to hunt. I'll even put him up so he doesn't have to buy or rent a house. Now that How very generous is of you, commitment, Braden. Braden. Wow. Thank you for your part in trying to bring Madison Bumgarner to Minnesota. That's, well, that's exactly right. Dude, that rich, I'm charging some rent. Speaking of the uh, location, though. And... I'll give you a discount. <laughs> Why aren't you on board with this? Speaking of location, uh, Scott Boris, this is from Do Young Park, who was supposed to join us on the show today. He had uh, professional obligations more important than this. Um, he, <laughs> He's going to join us later in the week. Don't throw him under the bus like that. No, Do's I'm, a great I was being serious. He's oh, a great okay. dude. It's there true. are things more important than joining us on the show that he has to go and do today for his job. Debatable. But... I totally respect that. <laughs> 
Would have been nice. Uh, he has a quote from Scott Boris. and says, I think the manager is a wonderful guy, very talented when talking about players coming to play in Minnesota. I used to represent him. He's really a dynamic person. I think the locker room there is looked upon by players as a really comfortable environment. I think they've got a great executive core, committed ownership, and when you play in the American League Central and you're a good team, it really improves your chances of being in the playoffs. Is that, is that lip service from Scott Boris? Uh, yeah, not everything one, from not Scott Boris. Not to eliminate a bidder in, in, in the bidding wars for his clients. And or looking for his secondary clients and wanting to say something nice. He likes us, guys. He likes us. Everything Scott Boris says, I just take as a, well, that was a very well-written script. I don't care what you know? Scott yeah, Boris it doesn't says. Matter. It is funny. Care. He likes us. He well, really likes and Derek, us. And Derek, you're right. Ultimately, if you go to Boris and Madbum with a contract that is potentially off the charts. Guess what? Odds are good. They'll sign it. He'll, he might look past location. They'll Yeah, location. <laughs> I, just, I just love the Los Angeles thing. Idiotic. Well, I can't believe that you want to take the bat out of Nelson Cruz's hand after, like, one day after he was just named the All-MLB First Team's DH. Dude, the guy's about to turn 40. We're talking about one day off a week. I'm, just, I, I'm Team Rami here, Derek. Boy. I'm oh. Team Rami. For a pitcher? Yes. It's Mad Bum. Yes. Okay, a good hitting pitcher doesn't compare with no, one of the best hitters I'm not in baseball. He does. Last year. I'm I'm but we're talking about the we're talking you guys about are the crazy. He ain't oh, in there wait, for wait, his wait. bat. I'm gonna say, hey bud, here's the contract. You're wait, gonna start every fifth on. day. We want you on opening day and game one of the we're ALDS. We're not talking about he's not your full time DH. We're talking about on days he pitches, we're giving him the exemption where he can actually hit. Leave the bat bag at your vacation home in Northern California. What if he won't sign here because of that one stipulation? Bring, bring right. Hyunjin Ryu on line two. I, you know what? Hello, this is the Minnesota you know Twins. Unfortunately, I think he likes the cesspool of uh, <laughs> oh, of L A slash the uh, his current. As a yeah. matter of fact, I would present him with the a angels. bat at the at the ceremony where we announce Madison Bumgarner as a pitcher. I'm presenting him with a yeah, bat. Hopefully, it's in an acrylic case with like white <laughs> gloves and a plaque. I don't want you using it's this. It's called Wonder twi- Boy. It's going to have a Twins logo and his name burned into it. I don't want it. you using this. Not until the World Series. You're in the lineup every five days, buddy. Go get him. I like what Ronnie's Get in the batting cage. Oh, man. All we'll right. hit a quick break. On the other side, Eno Saris, I'm sure, uh, will take an analytical approach and see if it would make sense for Madison Bumgarner to be in the lineup every five days and a lot more. Eno Saris of The Athletic, he's going to join us right after this. As he score north, AL Central Champions Twins Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes, winter meetings edition on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect your Score North, a new take on Minnesota sports. Score North, Minnesota sports. Anytime, anywhere. Scorenorth.com. Score North download time. I'm Manny Hill and uh, got a new poll up on Score North on Twitter. Score North Twin Show poll. If a sticking point for the Twins to sign Madison Bumgarner is that they allow him to bat in his starts. Three options. Give him what he wants. That's ridiculous, or I guess so. Right now, the leader in the clubhouse, gentlemen, that's ridiculous, leading at 48.7%. 
Give him what he wants is second at 35.2% and uh, 16.1% are like, yeah, I guess so. Go ahead. I just voted. Give him what he wants. <laughs> you know my vote. It was my idea. Vote. It was my ridiculous idea. Was that the Score North download? That right? was the Score this North download. This is the Score North the poll, yes. AL Central Champions <laughs> Twins <laughs> Show. Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app, Winter Meetings Edition. And joining us now to talk about those winter meetings and all the goings on at them from the athletic is Eno Saris. Eno, welcome to the show, man. Always a pleasure. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. How crazy an idea is that that I had? There, there's a report that there are hurdles to clear if they want to get Madison Bumgarner in a Twins uniform location and league. He's a guy who likes to hit. He's good at it for a pitcher. And I said, if that's the sticking point, let him hit. Every five days, just stick him in the lineup. Let him get two or three at-bats while he's a starter. Then he can get Nelson Cruz back in there. Is that ridiculous? Is that a crazy notion on my part, you know? <laughs> Um, I mean, I think you could throw him at DH every once in a while, but, uh, you know, he's not, he, he thinks he's a good pitcher, but he's and a good hitter, but he's not a good hitter compared to hitters. He's just a good hitter compared to pitchers. Right. So I don't think I would do that. And, but I also think that sometimes these things come through and maybe it makes a difference when he chooses between the final two destinations, but it's all about the money. It's all about the money. You know, we were talking on the first segment about Garrett Cole's record-breaking deal with the Yankees and the sort of aftershocks that'll have on the baseball landscape, whether it's free agents or trades. And I guess I didn't expect to talk about this today, but it came up that are the are the Yankees as good as surrounding pitchers and, and allowing them to thrive as Houston has become in the last couple of years? I know you do a ton of work on this kind of stuff. What's your just broad sense of that, that are, are the Yankees a spot where... Cole can continue to thrive like he did in Houston. Well, I have a lot of respect for their new pitching coach, Matt Blake. They came over from the Indians, and the Indians are basically a pitching factory. I mean, they just keep coming up with pitchers left and right. Um, so I think that is uh, going to be a difference because in the past, I would say maybe not necessarily because uh, the Sunny Gray situation opened my eyes to maybe a disconnect between the you know, a research analyst, they have a lot of money um, invested in, 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 in having the best research in, in New York. But there was a disconnect between those, those guys and what they were finding um, and what was being communicated to the players. Um, I don't think they, they did the very best they could with Sonny Gray. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of eye-opening for me. But Matt Blake uh, probably means uh, things are going to change a little bit. Um, and uh, Garrett Cole at this point, I think, has made the adjustments that he needed to to be this great. So I believe he will continue to thrive. I believe he's the best pitcher in baseball. Cole's uh, contract, in your mind, a smart move or at that price and term crazy move? I thought the Strasburg deal was a crazy move. Hmm. Strasburg has had Tommy John surgery, and if, once, if you have a second Tommy John surgery, the success rate is below 50%. You know, second Tommy John is often the end of the career. So within seven years, you know, there's a chance he doesn't get to the end of that contract. But Garrett Cole is two years younger. He's never had a major injury. He's never had Tommy John. And if you have Tommy John the first time, the success rate is near 90%. So, uh, you know, he, he has the most dominant pitch in baseball. It's his fastball. You know, and, that, and at a time when... 
you know, you know, the fastball is still the most going pitch in the league, and you know, to to get them that most dominant fastball is, uh, I think, it's huge. Talking with Eno Saris of the Athletic here on the Score North Twins show. You know, the last couple, two, three years, the, the winter meetings have have not really resulted in much. This year, we're seeing a flurry of activity. Even before the winter meetings, we saw some significant signings and trades. What do you think is is the difference? Is it just a a unique uh, free agent class compared to the last two or three years, or has there been a shift in the way teams are thinking about free agency? You know, I think the the, the biggest deal is that, you know, the big spending teams, they got under the luxury cap for a couple of years. They reset their penalties, and they're willing to spend again. So I think it's really about, you know, the Yankees and Dodgers and Phillies and, you know, just being willing to to push the, the their um, – their salary cap, you know, push push their expenditures. So, uh, I think that's really the big deal because they 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 can spend so much money. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's just you know spent most money on a pitcher in baseball history. They've got the money, and, and baseball is booming. Um, you know, Saris is our guest from the Athletic, and you know, I, I want to ask you a uh, specific to Minnesota. I. I no, you're probably not doing your off-season evaluation uh, specifically with the Twins in mind, but I'll put you on the spot a little bit. Now that uh, Cole has landed and Strasburg's landed, what do you sense as the as the best fit for the Twins as they look to improve their pitching? Do you have somebody who would make, in your mind, the best target for Minnesota? I would have liked them to get Zach Wheeler. Hmm. You know, I have a lot yeah. of respect for the pitching coaching and the, and the pitching development in Minnesota, and I think they could have done a lot with Zach Wheeler, uh, you know. But I'm a little bit nervous about Madison Bumgarner because if you look at, you know, his road numbers, he's been giving up a lot of homers on the road. You know, it was like more than a homer and a half for a night innings last year on the road. So I just feel like you know you don't know necessarily how much the park in San Francisco has been you know, masking Madison Bumgarner's decline. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, 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 I'm a little bit worried about what I'm hearing. It's like, you know, maybe five years and a hundred million plus. Wow. And I'm, uh, it, it seems like a lot for um, who I'm worried is not necessarily an ace, ace anymore. But I think that the uh, Twins need pitching. So, you know, maybe, maybe it makes sense. So if the Twins are down to Mad Bum, Ryu, and Keuchel, if it's those three, which one, if you were the Twins, would you prefer? Ryu. Hmm. I want Ryu. I think, I think just uh, when healthy, he's the best pitcher. And I think that the Twins have enough sort of um, optionable 40-man young uh, pitching depth that they can have a credible starting pitcher come in when we use not healthy, you know? So I, I think that that would make the most sense. 
Last one for you. You know, we've seen a lot of big names reportedly on the trade market. Chris Bryant, Francisco Lindor, Mookie Betts. Just saw a report come across my timeline that the Rockies will listen to offers on Nolan Arenado. How much of that do you think is real? And do you think we're going to, once once the big free agent pieces land where they are, do you think we're going to start seeing a, a flurry of activity in terms of some significant trades going down in Major League Baseball? I do, because... You know, the way that the free agency market is set, like, everybody wants the stars, and then there's a bunch of cheap, more sort of league average type guys, and the stars are almost out, you know? There's not that many, there's, you know, a couple left to sign, and then, and then, if you really want to improve your team, you have to do it by trade. And, uh, so once the free agent market it, it has run its course, I think you are going to see trades, and that's why, you're seeing rumors now that Eddie Rosario might get traded, and that the reason is, you know, if they don't get Ryu, or if they don't think Ryu and Bumgarner are worth the, you know, near hundred or hundred million dollar price tags that are floating around, then they're going to have to trade Eddie Rosario to get a, a top line pitcher. That is Eno Saris. Read his work in the Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Eno Saris and a friend of the show here on the Score North Twins show. Always appreciate it, Eno. Thanks a lot, man. I'm so sorry for the state of my voice. I mean, it, the one thing that's so cool about, you know, the winter meetings is just how much talking, like the kind of conversations you have here, the, the baseball conversations, the potential trades, the information, but also just, you know, the kind of things that you talk about here. Are just It's just amazing seeing that. I did so much talking that you know, this is what I sound like. <laughs> You're in high demand, sir, and we Dude, appreciate you covering out a few minutes for us. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much, Eno. Thanks, Eno. Appreciate it. That's I, Eno Saris. I'm really looking forward to reading his stuff from there. He's so good, dude. He, he has a very unique ability to, and I'm complimenting him now that he's gone, so he can't argue with me, that he has a very unique ability to hear something someone else is talking about, and then it's an angle, and it's a story, and it might be... A month down the road, it might be six months, but he's just always turning things over. He's he's one of my favorite baseball writers right now. He's great, and he's great at mixing the analytics and the human side of of baseball. That I think he's he might be the best in the business at doing that and at making analytics like understandable and digestible for the rest of us. And did, did you guys see the Mark Feinstein report uh, from a couple hours ago? Oh yeah, um, I don't know. If a I number of teams have engaged the Twins about Rosario. He writes or he tweets, nothing appears imminent per source, but as the free agent corner outfield market begins to take shape, Rosario could become an appealing alternative with two years of club control. Here's my question. What is Rosario? So certainly could be part of a trade, but if you're going after a potential, what you consider to be a top-line starting pitcher, what does that trade look like? Because I can't imagine that a corner outfielder is going to get you a top-line starter back. Now, he might be an important part of the package, not trying to dismiss his value here, but what is that? What's the shape of that trade? Yeah. If the Twins are going to get a guy that they can comfortably say, "Okay, it's you, um, Barrios, Odorizzi." I don't personally think. Now, maybe the league values this guy differently, but I don't personally think Rosario even gets you in the territory of that type of pitcher. Well, to to your point, I don't think in 2019 you fool teams. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 2001. I think you might have said, I'm trading this guy, and somebody well, somebody would have said, oh, yeah, we'd yes, love to have him. Yes, and let me take that a step further. Okay. I think the teams that you can fool are so bad, they don't want a, a major league win now player. Baltimore. If you can, yes, if you can fool the Orioles, 
cool, but they're not looking for a 30 homer quarter bat. They just they're just in the market for shedding salary and getting draft picks and losing a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's and a tough you get balance. From the Orioles right now, anyway, that you that, want, that's that you right. Want in, like in your rotation, Michael so. Givens, but that's my John Means is, is, but, is what is this trade that we're potentially yeah, talking so about? So I think that you have to be really creative if you're the Twins to somehow turn a player like Eddie Rosario and, and not just singling him out, other than the fact that Mark Feinstein reported today the teams are asking about him. A player like him to turn that into a serviceable to good top end of the rotation starter. No chance. You've got to get way more creative with that. Include other pieces. Take back salary. Something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And I've been saying this. You were. I think you were the first to bring up the idea of shopping Rosario in the offseason. I've been saying it since then. I just don't know what the market is for that guy. You can find a lot of corner outfielders who are going to give you 30, 35 home runs at a at a pretty cheap rate. CJ Crone's a free agent right now, and he could hit thirty next year. Yeah, exactly. Right? I agree completely. We'll hit a quick break. More from the winter meetings. More hot stove chatter right after this. It's the Score North AL Central Champions Twins Show live from Bombasota, the land of ten thousand rakes on fifteen hundred scorenorth.com and the Score North Mobile app. North Minnesota Sports. Anytime, anywhere. Be one of us. Scorenorth.com. Download the Score North mobile app and register for listening rewards. This month, one lucky app user will win a $200 Amazon.com gift card just for having and registering their mobile app. You'll uh, also have a chance at many other great prizes just for listening. Download the app, register the app, and enter through listening rewards or listen at scorenorth.com. Rami? Thank you, Manny. Score North, AL Central Champions Twins Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks. Rami Makloff, Derek Wetmore, Judd Zolgad with you until 1 o'clock. Score North live at that time. I'm joined by Danny Cunningham. We have uh, some issues to talk about with the Minnesota Timberwolves and more hot stove talk from the winter meetings when Brian Kenny of MLB Network is going to join us at 1.30 uh, in the middle of Score North Live. Derek, you uh, have been busy at scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app with your thoughts on the Twins in the hot stove season. It's the winter meetings. Including something that I, I found a little bit surprising, and that was you saying that you really don't have much interest in one of the pitchers that the Twins are reported to be interested in, and that's Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, it's not that I'm not interested in Dallas Keuchel. I think he's a good pitcher. I think he would make the Twins better. I just think if you're choosing between the three that we've mentioned here, that sort of second tier of pitchers, Dallas Keuchel, Madison Bumgarner, Hyunjin Ryu, I think Keuchel would be third out of three for me. Because I I just don't think he's a great fit in Minnesota, and you have to hire employees based on how they'll fit in with other people. Sure. I mean, unless it's Garrett Cole. What is it about Dallas Keuchel you don't think fits here? So... The thing that made Keuchel so successful in his it was his final season in Houston and then his fine or his his only year with the Braves, he made nineteen starts last year. I think it was a three seven five ERA. The reason he has had success, despite not being a big strikeout guy, ground balls. He's a ground ball machine. Nobody was better in baseball last year than Dallas Keuchel at getting ground balls. Uh and just for some context, the twins have had some ground ball guys, notably Kyle Gibson. Last year, fifty percent ground ball rate. Randy Dobnik, up-and-comer. What did we like about him? Heavy ball, ground balls, grounders. He was going to keep the ball on the ground in Yankee Stadium in Game 2. 50%. Well, that was the theory anyway. 50%. Dallas Keuchel, 60%. Far and away the league's best pitcher at inducing ground balls uh, among guys who have at least 100 innings. So, you know, we're not just talking about a one pop-up here. That doesn't play super well with the Twins infield because you look around the diamond, I, I, I personally think you've got questions everywhere. For right now, okay, first base, I don't know who's playing there, so let's just 
leave that aside. Second base, in pencil, you'd say that your guy, Rami, Luis, Arise. is probably the starter there, right? And and he's not a gold glover at second base. At least he wasn't last year. Jorge Polanco, question marks have followed him throughout his career as a shortstop, scooping up ground balls. And then I don't need to tell you who's playing third base. That would be Judd's guy, Miguel Sano. I don't know how you can feel great. And about the, throwing a ground ball or in front of those guys. And you're you're right. It's not it's not the greatest defensive infield that that you're going to find around Major League Manny, Baseball. Manny, do we have that as a drop for when Rami just said that I'm right? It doesn't happen very often, so I want to relish this opportunity yeah. while we have it. Don't do that. Um, you you should have put my name in it. But next in, time. The, in the in the in the analytics age, isn't don't we sort of know that any ground ball is is a good ground ball? Like even if you don't have a great defense behind you, you know the best the, ground ball. The success rate on ground balls is 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 minimal. And don't we have shifting for yeah, Reason? Sure, it'll help. It'll help. But they had shifts last year, and I would think we'd well, all conclude that they didn't assuming, have a great infield defense. Are we assuming that the defense is not going to be improved? Because no, no matter how much they told us it was not a concern, it was a concern. Here's where I think it would be a good fit. If you sign Anthony Rendon and Dallas Keuchel, all right, I'm done. We're good here. <laughs> did you see that? that the you Ro- got a third base. Did baseman. you see what the Rockies? Anthony Rendon and anything is a good fit. Yeah, if the Rockies, the Rockies move Nolan Arenado and that. Massive okay. contract. I was, was going to throw this out, and I know we have probably like a minute and a half left in the show. So we get this, something we can revisit. <laughs> two and a half minutes on Mackie and Chud with Rami right. later today. Yeah. What would you give up for the package of Nolan Arenado and John Gray? <laughs> I'd have to go look at the if numbers. They're, if they're listening to offers for Arenado, and we, there are plenty of reports out there saying they're listening. You know what I'm starting with? Gray. I'm start. I'm starting, and this is not the end, but I'm starting in a heartbeat. Miguel Sano. Colorado, they don't want Miguel Sano. Colorado. That's not well. They need you a third anywhere. baseman Bombs. now. That's not getting you anywhere. Need a third baseman. I'm starting with that. I'm I, giving. I'm giving you in the rare air of Colorado. You I'm better g- start with Lewis or Kirilov. That's where you better start. Okay, Miguel Sano, Kirilov, and then go from there. Let's let's talk for that package. Yeah, for John Gray, I get a pitcher back and a third baseman who I absolutely love. Who nobody. Who the only reason. Arenado is not a household name is because of location of where he plays. Plays in the Rocky Mountains. I agree. Yeah. He's a superstar. Aren't you doing that? Kirilov, Sano, let's talk. I think you're probably going to have to throw more in there than that. My first thought was... That's why I said let's talk. I want to talk. Your pick between Lewis and Kirilov and then name three more top ten prospects. I thought you were going to say your choice between Royce Lewis and Alex Kirilov and the other one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm giving giving up one of those guys. And then, like I said, two or three more top ten prospects. Uh, That's interesting. Name your guys. If they're looking strictly for prospects, if they want Miguel Sano and that, that sweetens the pot... Cool. If they want Eddie Rosario, and that sweetens the pot, awesome. If that's something they're interested in, but I have a feeling that they're going to be looking for blue chip prospects if they're trading away Nolan Arenado and John Gray. Yeah, and they're start. It's the beginnings of a rebuild there in Colorado. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. They're like not in any different spot now than they were a year ago at the time they decided this is the guy to bet on. He's our franchise cornerstone. Now why are they floating? The yeah, possibility they just gave that him an extension, him? didn't they? Huge money deal. Yeah, that's why I'm taking that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Here's my que- here's my question. <laughs> Why do they want out from? <laughs> is are are the twins are the twins going to eventually here as this all unfolds pick a path? Because it's one of two things: you write out a contract that you absolutely hate, but you swallow hard and do it, or to your point, you actually say, "We hate to do this, but we're going to have to pick apart a little bit at least, not destroy, but pick apart the top five prospect pool." Yeah, are yeah. they going to pick a path here? I think they could do both. 
But they I'm just asking. But but right now I'm just trying to pick one path. Yeah, they could do both. That's that's fine. The inaction. Don't let uh, don't let what's the phrase? Don't let perfection be the enemy of done. Yeah, do something. <laughs> do something. Well, Doesn't have to be this it, week. That's right, fine. That, that's what I was gonna say. I don't even need that to be by Friday. But I need you to eventually here as you try and get this thing right to pick one of the two paths, if not both. To mm, your point, poke them with a stick. Do this, something. This has been the Score North. Send me to San Diego. Be happy. Central Champions <laughs> Twins sure. Show Winter Meetings Edition. Another one coming up tomorrow, and Glenn Perkins will be here yes. from noon until one, along with Derek and Phil Mackey. And uh, like I said, more hot stove talk from the Winter Meetings. Brian Kenny joins Score North Live, which is coming up next, right after this on fifteen hundred scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Go and get this show at scorenorth.com, the Score North mobile app, or wherever you get your podcasts.